Sam, come and join me. We're going to read Psalm 104, and we're going to read verses of this and read it responsively. Bless the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You're clothed with splendor and majesty. He set the earth on his foundations. It can never be moved. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. He made the moon to mark the seasons and the sun knows when to go down. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom, you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. When you send your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, my soul. Bless the Lord. Lord. So brothers and sisters in Christ, what sorts of things make you say, wow, or fill you with awe and make you stop in your tracks or drive you to your knees in thanksgiving? Think about that for a moment. What sorts of things make you say, wow, and make you stop in your tracks? As a father, I remember what it was like when one of my children was born. What a unique, incredible moment to see a newborn child and to consider how it's knit together in the womb. It's spectacular to think about how we're made and how we grow from a couple of cells into a full human being. I suspect the parents of the babies here this morning would go, and they are, saying, yes, it is, really. They experience those kind of emotions as well. Oh, God, it's almost too much. It drives me to my knees. It's incredible how you make us. You know, every time I open my computer, there's a different picture on my screen, and a picture of some animal, like, like this, like the flamingo. That was on my screen the other day. And I, yeah, oh man, I remember in Haiti that we went in a small boat on a lake just outside of Port au Prince, and the lake was filled with flocks of these flamingos. And they're pink, of course, because of the eating of certain shellfish. Or on my computer, there's an island or a glacier or a building or some city or some fantastic something somewhere else. And when I go put my password into it, then, then I can go beyond and I can get to the actual places where it is. And then 
when I look at those places, then I kind of go down a rabbit hole because I kind of want to go there and experience that and see those spectacular things. The pictures make me search and want to do more. Oh, God, how spectacular, how incredible, how special. Maybe you have a pet at home. I'm not sure. A cat, a dog, whatever. We have a little one. And as you look at it closely and watch it, what it can or cannot do, or how it follows you around, or how it's dependent upon you, it's really kind of cool. It makes you stop. It makes you think for a moment. What sorts of things fill you with awe and fill you with wonder? What kinds of things? When Sam and I read from Psalm 104, and you had your pew Bibles open before you, you may have noticed that we changed the word in verse 1 and verse 35. When you read it in your pew Bibles, you read, Praise the Lord, O my soul. But we read, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Now you may say, well, big deal. Those words are used interchangeably, praise, bless. Who really cares a whole lot? Well, it makes a difference because, in some way, because the word bless in the original Hebrew language is the word barak, and the word barak means to adore with bended knee. And I know that's something we're not used to. Like, we're not used to this bench, which was built a long time ago. Some of us who were married decades ago remember that we would have to, uh, you know, we would kneel at this thing, and then sometimes on people's shoes, you know, as a joke, they would sometimes write at the bottom of the shoe, help me, you know, because you'd be facing backwards and you'd be facing forward in the congregation. We're not really used to kneeling anymore. And in our churches, we don't have kneeling benches. Some churches, they have kneeling benches and people go to their knees, which is really kind of a cool thing. But when we read Psalm 104, we read, Adore Yahweh, the covenant God, the creator, with bended knees, O my soul. Lord, I'm on my knees in adoration of you. And then in verse 2, we read just what it is that drives us to our knees. Oh, Lord God, you are so very, very great. How so? Well, he created all things. Look at Psalm 104, 24 and 25. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. Have you ever paid attention I mean, really paid attention? Consider this animal, the blue whale. Think of the blue whale for a moment, 30 meters long, third of a football field, 200 tons in weight. It has a tongue that weighs as much as an elephant. It has the heart the size of a small car. Some blood vessels, they tell us, are so wide, you and I could swim down them. 
The tail is the width of the wings of a small airplane. And what do they eat? One of the smallest animals in the ocean, krill. How in the world do they stay afloat? I can't. They can. And how in the world do they find enough food in the oceans? The questions are many, but the animal is amazing. Psalm 104 in poetry form celebrates and takes great delight in telling the story of creation and of the ways in which the Lord is looking after that creation, even now. Psalm 104 expresses what C.S. Lewis called the psalmist's gusto for nature. Now, we may have all kinds of questions about the creation. How old is the earth? How large is the universe? How does a salmon find its way back to the place of its birth? How does a spider know how to spin its web? How do migrating animals find their way back and forth? Don't go to the Bible for answers. The Bible is not a science textbook to help us find answers to such questions, but the Bible does sing the praise of the one who made it all, and all of creation calls on us to praise the one who made it. Watch this.
What a God. How great thou art. If you really understand it, it drives you to your knees in adoration. We bless you, Lord, creator. On bended knee, we bow before you. We worship and adore you. We are humbled. Because, Lord, we never could come up with anything like that. And we messed it up. We made a mess of it and destroyed it. How dare we? If you get the chance today, whether you're at home with your family or wherever you are, or if you're in your small groups or your communities meeting, why not take some time and read Psalm 104? Do it on bended knees, stand in a circle, or sit on knees in a circle and read one, Psalm 104. And then at the very end, bless the Lord. 
And then a couple of months ago, we celebrated Christmas. Remember that? It seems so long ago. It's a well-known story, and every year we're reminded of those who were overwhelmed by what they were told and what they had found when they saw the Christ child. Each year again, we're reminded of shepherds, of the wise men, of Mary, of Joseph, of Simeon and Anna, and of course, the angels. And when they came in touch with the Christ child, they all went on bended knee. They worshiped the Lord for the gift of Jesus. And each year, it's something different that strikes me when we celebrate Christmas. And so this past Christmas, if some of you may, may remember, it's a long time ago, but um, I was preaching on, Psalm, or on Isaiah 62. And in Isaiah 62, at the very end of the chapter, I was struck by the name that the Lord gave to his people. They will be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you will be called sought after. A city no longer deserted. And I remember being overwhelmed by that name, sought after. It's a name that God gives us. Can you imagine? We are a sought after people. We messed that up. And he sought after us. God came looking for the likes of you and me. Adam, Eve, where are you? How come you messed up? What went wrong here? Where are you? And God came, comes looking for us, sinful, helpless people that we are. It's fascinating to think about the fact that God sought us out and sent his son, Jesus. In some sense, it's as if God knelt down to us, or oh, not at all in worship or adoration of us to, at all. But he knelt down to adopt us. He came to our level to call us sons and daughters. It's enough to drive you to your knees in worship and adoration and praise. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You sought me out. You sought us out. I don't deserve to be called your child. You don't deserve to be called your children. We don't deserve the promises given to us in baptism. We don't deserve your attention, O oh Lord. I'm on my knees in thanksgiving for the gift of your son, Jesus, and for your incredible grace. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. That's where the series of sermons began back in January as we looked at God's love and we're ending them this Sunday. And since then, we've been looking at what all that love of God means for us. And being on our knees is a sign of humility and thanksgiving, and it's precisely in such a way that we're called upon to serve others and to be a blessing to others. And being a blessing on your knees in humble service of others, making a difference in this world for the sake of Jesus is what we are called to do. God's love, our love. And so when you think of service, when you think of being a blessing, think of being on your knees. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And cadets to quote an old African proverb, if, you're think, if you think that you guys are too small to make a difference, 
you have not spent a night with a mosquito. <laughs> the Christian faith is about living for Jesus. And I trust that when you gather as a cadet club and when the gems gather together as well this year, you're talking about how to do that and what exactly that means. There is a God, the Creator, the Redeemer in Christ Jesus. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us live for Him and be a blessing so that others may be driven to their knees as well in adoration of our great King. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, Lord God, you are very great. You are the king of all, the creator. We've seen some pictures this morning. How marvelous, how fantastic, how wonderful, how beautiful, how special. And then we went and messed it all up through our sin. Thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, for seeking us out, and for calling us to worship. Lord, we adore you on bended knee. We give you praise and we give you thanksgiving. And we pray, we pray that we may truly be a blessing to all those who are around us. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. <laughs>